Welcome to Living with Liberty, your source for common sense and truth. I am your host, Ryan. Today we are talking about Lord Fauci admitting masks are about nothing more than governmental authority. We'll talk about how the ship is making the slow turn back towards constitutional rule. We'll talk about Yamichi Elsinder and where she thinks you should focus your attention. And we'll finish up with another early Dolt of the Month recipient. Next, on Living with Liberty. secret at this point that the elites of our government want to scrap the Constitution and have the so-called experts dictating to us what we can and cannot do. And like every tyrannical takeover, there comes a point when the tyrants announce their intentions. Lord Fauci made the declaration about a week ago, declaring that masks are really just a tool for control and that our constitutionally protected rights have no bearing on what we can and cannot do. That should be left up to bureaucratic experts. Take a look at this clip. One of the issues, Neil, that I have, I have articulated in the past, and I will in the future, it's less about mandates on the plane than it is about who has the right and the authority and the capability of making public health decisions. And I believe that the Department of Justice is operating on the principle that decisions that are public health decisions belong with the public health agency, in this case, the CDC. So it's more of a matter of principle of where the authority lies than it is about whether or not there's going to be a mandate on a plane or not. I hate to tell Tony Baloney, but nowhere in the Constitution does it say the CDC will dictate to me what I can and cannot do. It does not say that in times of a, a health emergency, the CDC has the right to suspend all constitutional rights. In fact, the Constitution doesn't specify that we should even have a CDC in the first place. Now, you might be saying, but Ryan... The founders had no idea we'd need a public health agency to tell us how to cook our meat, how to wash our hands, and to stay home when sick. Well, the founders knew we wouldn't need one at the federal level. That's why they put the Tenth Amendment in place, reserving anything that is not spelled out in the Constitution as a federal power for the states. They understood that local control was the best control, 
and that a limited government was the best way to prevent tyranny. Now, for all the federal government advocates out there who think we need a CDC and any other federal health agency, and truthfully, any other federal agency, I'll wait for you to tell me how many states do not currently have health departments. Couldn't think of any? That's because every state does. The fact is, the only way the CDC should exist with any power to dictate policy and to to implement mandates is through constitutional amendment with elected leadership. In other words, if we want a CDC, it should pass muster with three-quarters of the states uh, agreeing to this new government agency, well, wouldn't be new, but this government agency, and instead of having appointed, unaccountable uh, bureaucrats in charge, the head of that bureaucracy should be elected, like our officials. They should be accountable to the people. Now, this top-down approach from an accountable bureaucracy, uh, or I should say unaccountable, Bureaucracy, we want them accountable to the people they're not currently. So this top-down approach from an unaccountable bureaucracy, bureaucracy, spreading solutions evenly like peanut butter on toast, is what the tyrants want, and it's what tyrants do. What's good for one is good for all, because in reality, they lack any sort of critical thinking and basically creative thinking skills to apply multifaceted solutions to a problem, or to even think through a multifaceted problem, period. They just want to say, here, we want total control. We're going to put this, we're going to have this peanut butter approach, spread the solution across everybody equally and equitably when it does more harm than good. That's what the tyrants want. It's what they do. Treat everyone in every situation the same, Actual facts be damned. That's what they say here. So in this instance, Lord Fauci says, we need face tape, we need face diapers on everyone again because a distraction is what this is about. It's a distraction is needed from the fact we are entering a recession. Store shelves are empty and people are having to make choices between eating or paying for gas so they can get to work. Yes, that's an actual story I heard this last week that there's actually people out there that are making the choice, do I eat dinner or do I save that money so I can put gas in my gas tank to go to work? Now, America's least favorite garden gnome knows masks don't work. Hell, he's the one that said so at the outset of the pandemic. He said he sees the administrative state is losing its grip on power. Maybe it's him. Maybe it's others in the administration. At any rate, the, the tyrants see the administrative state is losing its grip on power. People aren't afraid of COVID anymore. Take the masks off. They know they don't work. And along with that, it's really uh, the administrative state is really losing its credibility with people who believes the CDC anymore, who believes anything out of Fauci's mouth or Biden's, any of them. Uh, you know what? That goes for some of the Republicans, too, who believes a word out of their mouth anymore. So since they see that their their administrative state is is in danger, the propaganda isn't working anymore. They had to put Lord Fauci out there again, front and center, 
and put the plug out there that we need to bow down to the government golden calf of government bureaucracy. We need to listen to the experts, and the experts are the ones that need to make the decisions on public health policy. No, they they don't. I don't need an unaccountable bureaucracy in Washington, D.C. telling me how to live my life. They have no idea what the the, uh, situation is on the ground here. They're barely looking they're they're barely looking at things at an, any sort of detailed level at all to understand what's going on they're looking at high level data and looking at trends they're not looking at what's going on in each state they're totally trampling the constitution and and saying states don't have these rights to begin with so they they want us they 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 have to put the plug out there again because they're losing their grip on power they're they've already lost their credibility I think I said they're losing it. No, they've already lost their credibility with people. People aren't going to believe anything the CDC tells them ever again. Well, there'll probably be maybe a 20 to 30% of people that do maybe still subscribe to that. But I think a lot of people have woken up to the, the fact that we've been hoodwinked, we've been scammed, and that th- this is a, a blatant attack on our rights as Americans. Now, did you also catch what else uh, Fauci said in there? And that, that was that the DOJ is involved. Yes, this is because uh, they're, they're trying to get this mask mandate back on the, the um, uh, airlines and such, uh, where the federal government thought it had some power, but that was struck down. So did you hear that? The DOJ is involved in this, too. Why is the DOJ involved should be the question we are all asking. We have obvious corruption at the three-letter agencies. We have protesters illegally protesting outside the home, homes of Supreme Court justices. And just recently, we had a murder plot against a Supreme Court justice that was snuffed out, thankfully. Yet the DOJ is worried about mask mandates on planes and who has the authority to impose them. If anybody has authority to to impose them, it's private business. But that's neither here nor there in the administrative state. It has to be total state control. And that's what they want. That's why Fauci's back out front, because they're losing that. Like I said, COVID isn't working anymore. People aren't afraid of monkeypox. Whatever else they've tried, the the media sycophants have tried to throw out there to scare people has not worked. Because... We see it. We, uh, we're on to them. We know they're just trying to divide, deflect, and make us fearful so they can strip our rights. So now they got the DOJ involved, uh, just to give it some weight and some credence to, well, okay, we're, we're investigating this. The DOJ says we have to do that. The DOJ is another one of those that shouldn't have any power to begin with to be uh, ruling on mask mandates. Why are they involved? You see, this has become one big incestuous cesspool of a government. None of these agencies stay in their lane anymore. They're all pushing towards one goal, and that is to destroy our Constitution. Now, here's the fact. The fact is the left is pissed because courts are tipping back towards the the side of constitutional rule. They are issuing rulings 
based on constitutional law. The CDC is pushing hard for their rules to be codified. Now, I'll drop a link to an Epic Times article in the description box uh, just outlining this fact about how the CDC wants the actions that were taken throughout the whole scamdemic to become the normal operating procedure for future outbreaks, big or small. They want it left up to a government agency to decide that, not we the people. The experts, they want the experts to decide because the experts know more than us plebeians. Well, and you know what these things are. It's it, it was it's everything. It's lockdowns, which to the to credit of the article, it's they said it that wasn't spelled out in certain terms, but it certainly was implied that lockdowns could be in there. I think they admire what China's able to do in locking down cities of millions upon millions of people. They want to do that here. You know what these other things are, too. Shut, shutting down the economy. Masks forever. It's all the things that didn't work to begin with and slowing down the viral spread. The CDC wants to implement as normal operating procedure for health, uh, health um, outbreaks, viral outbreaks. These things didn't do anything to stop the spread of COVID, but they were super effective in ruining people's lives and, in, and expanding government control and monitoring people. That's why they want it in place. They got unprecedented power in the hands of unelected, unaccountable officials. And now we have bureaucratic agencies that want to, to, to codify their responses, their recommendations, so they can do it in the future and take the power away from our elected representatives in Washington, our elected representatives at the state capital level, our elected representatives at our municipal level. They want centralized power in Washington, D.C. That is what the deal is here with Fauci saying we need to have this power in the hands of the CDC. Now, the problem for the CDC, the last time I checked, our elected representatives were the ones who had the constitutional authority to make laws, not an unaccountable bureaucracy. So even it would take the, the, the legislature to, to codify what the CDC wants. And I don't see that happening right now. The other thing is, this is the mindset we need to get out of. Thinking that agencies like the CDC have any sort of power. Constitutionally, they do not. Show me again where it is spelled out in the Constitution that unelected, unaccounted, uh, unaccountable government agencies and bureaucracies, bureaucracies have the right to make law, to make policy on behalf of the people. They don't. The Constitution, I've said it before and I'll say it again actually in this show, the Constitution says what it says. It's very Literal. There's no room for interpretation in it. So, CDC, no power constitutionally to tell us what to do. We need to get out of that mindset that just because this is a government bureaucracy, a government agency that has some sort of authority bestowed upon it, 
which I would even argue that because if you bump it up against the Constitution, the way I interpret the Constitution, they don't. The only ones that can make laws and mandates are our elected officials. What they try to do and what they're accomplishing, because we the people aren't haven't stepped up to the plate and fought back, what they do is they trample our rights. And because they are full, these bureaucracies are full of experts, we let them. We buy into it. That needs to stop. Now tell me, who is more of an expert in your own personal well-being and health? You and, by extension, your doctor, who are on the ground, so to speak, in terms of what your current health situation is, what the current landscape is, you know, viral-wise in your community. Or is it a faceless bureaucracy headed by incompetent buffoons who can only make generalities and issue guidance based on high-level data? Now, who has more, um, who is more of an expert in your own personal well-being and health? We need to quit buying into this fact that just because someone at, in a government agency has doctor in front of their name that they know anything. They don't. They're all politicized. So who's more of an expert, you or this incompetent buffoon hundreds or thousands of miles away in the nation's capital that is just issuing guidance and, and attempting to issue mandates on a whim? The, state, the CDC, it needs to stay in its lane of offering guidance, and we the people will decide if that guidance is relevant to our lives or not. All right, if you are listening to the show audio only, and your platform allows for reviews, please give us a five-star review. It helps others find the show. And whether you are listening to the audio version or viewing on Rumble or YouTube, hit that subscribe button. The more subscriptions we have, the more the show gets into the recommendations made by the algorithms, and the more we are able to spread the truth. Now, piggybacking on that uh, last topic of, of the government bureaucracies and and uh, the power they have and and what they think they can do. We do have good news. There is good news on the freedom and liberty front. Now, the balance of power, if you will, is tipping back towards freedom and liberty, and the left can't stand that. That's why we see Fauci out front saying things like the CDC should have this power to, to implement masks, and we should be listening to them. They can't stand that. And we're seeing this balance of power to back toward freedom and liberty. And the left hates that. Are we there yet? No. Are we close to being back towards constitutional rule full-time? No. We have a long ways to go. We've gotten so far off track. It'd be dishonest if, and I'm an optimistic guy, but it'd be dishonest for me to say, yeah, we're almost there. We're not. Our, our constitutional rights are under Constant assault. And we see it with this administrative state that they want to implement and have, to a certain degree, implemented. But, but what we're seeing, and it's, we're seeing glimmers here or there, we're seeing hope, we're seeing things open up. The, the de facto legislator for the left, the courts, is handing them more defeats than they have been used to in recent decades, and they are just up in arms over it. They can't stand it. They're, they're, they can't push things through because the ideas are so radical. They're so ridiculous. They, the, the left can't push them through the normal 
means, the constitutional means of, of our legislative body. So they throw them up there and then they get shot down. So they take them to the courts and you get activist courts that say, yeah, that's a law now. Well, the, the courts don't make law. That, that's the other thing we bought into. And that's probably a different topic. Don't want to go down that rabbit hole today, but the, the, we've got judges in place now that are that are ruling based on what does the Constitution say? What does actual legal precedent say? And and the left, the Democrats, can't handle it. They're pissed. Now I have a political piece here titled "How SCOTUS's Upcoming Climate Ruling Could Defang Washington." by Alex Guillen and Sarah Owermole that the big government uh, corruptocrats are, are in a panic over. The story itself centers around an expected ruling by the Supreme Court that cuts the power of the EPA. Good. The EPA shouldn't have that power to begin with. We'll get into that more in a second. However, as the story notes... This ruling, even though it's just the EPA, the ruling could have a far-reaching effect on bureaucratic power in the District of Corruption. Now, here's a, um, a little snippet from the piece here. It says this. The upcoming decision on the Environmental Protection Agency's climate oversight offers the conservative justices an opportunity to undermine federal regulations on a host of issues, from drug pricing and financial regulations to net neutrality. Critics of the EPA have clamored for the high court to do just that by declaring it unlawful for federal agencies to make major decisions without clear authorization from Congress. Yes, yes, yes. Why do these federal agencies have any uh, authority to make major decisions, to implement major policy and, and regulation without the authorization from Congress, without we the people weighing in on it. Yes. Now, what I want to, to point out here, and you probably noticed it, but did you notice how this hack political piece phrases things by saying this is an opportunity to undermine federal regulations? You can see how the useful idiots in the media desperately want this administrative state. You can see how they're pushing for it. it it's not undermining federal regulations. They're, they're regulations that probably shouldn't be in place to begin with because they didn't go through the, le the, the legislative process. They, the, the media hacks, think we should be bowing down to the almighty rulers of the Washington bureaucracy. They're just the barking seals for the tyrants and the clowns and the buffoons in government, whether elected or unelected. They're just the mouthpiece, and nobody believes them. They read this and they think, oh, it's actually the opposite. It's This ruling wouldn't actually undermine federal regulations. It would actually put us back on path to, to the constitutional republic we are. Now, here's the thing. These agencies should never have been granted any perceived, I say perceived, they've just snatched power. And, and we, the people, perceive it because they just snatched the power. Oh, it's a, it's a government agency with experts. They probably have the, the uh, authority to do this. But these agencies should never have been granted the power to make any rules, regulations, 
issue any mandates to begin with without congressional approval. The Constitution is clear. Congress makes the laws. That's why we have elected representatives. Congress makes the laws. As far as I'm concerned, and you should all be as well, any rule or mandate or policy coming from any bureaucracy is merely a suggestion. It should be sent to Congress for Congress to debate the merits of and give its approval on behalf of we the people. Any rule, mandate, or policy is merely a suggestion coming from any Washington three-letter agency. State level, that's different. All states are all different on what they have written into their constitutions, et cetera, and what power they've given to bureaucracies. I'm talking federal level here. States probably is just as big of a mess, too. But it's a suggestion. Honestly, I can speak to <laughs> rabbit hole here for a second. I can speak to Wisconsin. Our legislature, our government, I'm sure many states are, is set up basically as a model. It's modeled after the federal government. So even, even in here, any agency, bureaucracy that, that's making a rule or issuing a mandate should be filtering that through uh, our legislature for approval. So it probably filters down to the state level as well. Anyway, back on topic here. So if we truly want an EPA, if we decide we want an EPA, we want a CDC, or we want, you know, Fauci's house of horrors that have uh, policy and lawmaking authority, then there needs to be constitutional amendments that authorize these things. Otherwise, their only function should be as an advisor to our elected representatives who then make the decision based on its merits and our input. That's why we put them in Washington, so they do our will. That is how a constitutional republic functions. We have four specified bureaucracies in the Constitution, and that is it, and that is my basis for why the CDC, uh, the, the hell, even the CIA, the, the NIH, uh, FDA. That's the basis for why I think these all should be, uh, they, they shouldn't be authorized except for a constitutional amendment. Because the Constitution spells out the four bureaucracies that we are to have in our federal government. Four, and that's it. Everything that has been added since the Constitution should be null and void until it is put through the constitutional amendment process. Now, the Supreme Court is doing things right by looking at these corrupt and out-of-control bureaucracies through this constitutional lens, and it sounds like they're going to issue rulings paring back the actual power they have, which they should. The Constitution, as I said, outlines that Congress makes our laws. And naturally, because of this, the whining and hand-wringing is in full effect over actually getting back to a government for the people, by the people, as evidenced by this statement from a Georgetown public health law professor named Lawrence Ghostin. He says this, 
A narrow reading of what the federal agencies can do is going to literally handcuff the federal government from taking action to protect Americans' health, safety, and the environment. Yes, that is the whole point. Ghostin is the very definition of a stupid, smart person. Does he not understand that the very point of our Constitution is to handcuff the federal government so it can't run roughshod over we the people? We have state governments that are equipped and better able to take action at the local level. Even better is, how about I just decide for myself? I'm, I'm not some surf, some uneducated surf. Americans are smart. We are a smart people. We can figure this out for ourselves. I don't need a government agency taking action on my behalf to protect public health and safety and, and the environment. Why do we need that? We have, the, we, we have the state governments that are at the local level, the municipal governments that are even further at the local level that know what's going on on the ground and are better equipped to more swiftly and ably take action. We don't need the federal government for that. That is the lie that has been perpetrated and that people have bought into for decades now, that we need the federal government to do something. We don't. The federal government is there to handle our business in terms of securing our rights, securing our borders, and and uh, making treaties with other countries. That. And, and uh, international commerce, that, that's what it's there for. It's not there to protect me from whatever may be going on on the ground within my community or state. They, they, they don't even swiftly take action as it is anyway. The federal government was never supposed to have its hands in so many cookie jars. It was never supposed to have duplication of agency with the state. We have a federal health department. We have state health departments. We have a, a, uh, the federal EPA. Many, if not all, states have a, a DNR or their own EPA uh, equivalent. We have duplication of agency because it's just this federal, this creep of federal government taking over and basically making the state rights null and void. That's, that's the whole attempt here. Obviously, Larry here doesn't know the history of the founding documents, or he just doesn't care and is playing his role as a useful idiot. It's one or the other. Either he generally doesn't know because we know that the erosion of civics over the years and, and kind of the, the teaching of, of our founding documents and what it actually means, or he just, he just playing his role as a useful idiot as part of the educated elite. The Constitution says what it says. Uh, that language is clear. I've said that many times. I'll probably say it again. The Constitution says what it says. There should be nothing other than a narrow reading of what the federal agencies can do within that lens of the Constitution. Because outside of the four specifically prescribed agencies in the Constitution, the rest are to do absolutely nothing when it comes to policy and mandates. They should be doing absolutely nothing but making recommendations. Now, some may make the argument that Congress did authorize these agencies and their ability to enact policy and mandates through legislation that has been passed. But, but I would counter 
that Congress did so in violation of the Constitution. They did so in violation of, of, of what the Constitution says their role is and what they, they, they can do. Now, I'm not going to read the whole thing, of, of our, the, the whole um, Section 8 of Article 1 of the Constitution, which outlines the role of Congress and what it can do. I'm going to read the last paragraph. So the last paragraph of Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution, which outlines, again, what powers Congress has, reads like this in granting uh, the authority to Congress. It says this, to make all laws which shall be necessary and proper for carrying into execution the foregoing powers, that means everything that was listed above, and all other powers vested by this Constitution in the government of the United States or in any department or officer thereof. A reading now, a reading of the entire section, as I alluded to before, will reveal there is no power for Congress to to create any new departments that have any sort of authority. You can read everything up to Section 8 of Article 1, and there is nothing in there that says Congress has the authority to create bureaucracies that can wreak havoc and make people's lives hell. Nothing in the Constitution says Congress has that authority. Section 8 specifically lists out 17 things that Congress can do. And not one of them grants Congress the authority to keep adding bureaucracies. The Constitution is not open for interpretation. It's clear. And to me, reading Section 8, it's clear that if we want bureaucracies outside of the four specified in the Constitution, they must be constitutional amendments authorizing them. And the constitutional amendments, if we want to give them power, if we want to take power from our legislators and give it to so-called experts in these bureaucracies, it needs to be a constitutional amendment authorizing that transfer of power, saying that these bureaucracies now have the power uh, to dictate health policy or environmental policy or whatever else. This statement by Gostin also shows why law students today entering the practice of law don't know anything. They don't know anything constitutionally. They don't know how the government's supposed to work. We see it here. And how can they be expected to know anything if their instructors don't know anything? Now, the good news is we have a Supreme Court that has a majority of justices, it seems, that are looking at law through the constitutional lens. Yeah, throw John Roberts out. We still have a majority of justices looking at law in a context of what the Constitution specifies. Now, as I mentioned at the open of this segment, it won't be a quick return to constitutional law. We're not anywhere near there yet, but at least the ship is starting to turn in that direction. Do you have a question or comment about the show? Send me an email, ryan, at livingwithlibertypodcast.com. I'll answer your question, or I'll read the comment here on the show. Again, I'm not above poking, my, uh, poking fun at myself. So, you know, you got something, send it in. We'll read it here. All right, finishing up uh, kind of on our, our big three topics for the day. I have a Newsbusters clip here of hacked journalist Yamichi Alcindor. 
and how she wants you to ignore the fact that you can't get formula for your baby, that you can't afford to fill your gas tank, and that food prices are spiraling out of control because there's nothing more important than the sham January 6th committee and the findings that they have. Take a listen to this. Liz Cheney tweeting just this uh, just moments ago that this is a moral test for the Republican Party, she writes, a test that she says too many in her party are failing. And she and Jamie Raskin and others are saying this hearing, you know, has to tell people why this is so important. Well, it's a poignant tweet from Liz Cheney, who has really weathered so much backlash within her party to take this stance. But she's saying that this is about democracy. This is about the American experiment and whether or not we want our democracy to fall apart or whether or not we want to look at what happened on January 6th and be cautioned by it and learn from it um, and really understand what happened. I think the, the biggest challenge for lawmakers here as they talk about these sort of huge ideas of American democracy and sort of the experiment that we're all living and benefiting from possibly being brought to his knees is whether or not they can make people care, Andrea. There are so many things that people are juggling between gas prices and inflation, baby formula, abortion, and, and the shootings that are happening. These lawmakers are going to try to now have a narrative to focus the country's attention to say, look at this thing. Do not turn away and understand that while all those other things are really, really important, the foundation of our country, what makes our country function, is the democracy that we have to protect. And they're going to have to do that in the face of Republicans who are lying still about the 2020 election and who are getting elected and installing people who have um, the really motivations that were that were what happened and, and why people broke into the Capitol in the first place. And, you know. Now, how out of touch do you have to be to suggest people put aside everyday issues that are affecting their ability to live? Remember before, I mentioned there's people making a choice between eating and putting gas in their car. How out of touch do you have to be to suggest that people just forget about everything affecting their life and pay attention to the sham six, uh, sham January 6th committee because our democracy is at stake? We have to save our democracy. Pay attention to this committee. Notice, too, how at the end she suggests the Republicans are, are the ones guilty of installing people in government, accusing Republicans that of which the Democrats are guilty of. This is all a ploy, of course. This is all just a distraction. Now, we've already had primetime hearing number one, which absolutely bombed. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about rehashed information. Nobody cares about political grandstanding. That I, I mentioned it before. Nobody believes these people anymore, whether it's the media, whether it's Congress. I mean, you got Adam Schiff connected to this thing. You know there's nothing truthful coming out of this at all. Hell, maybe people are to the point where they... Uh, had to choose between gas in their vehicle so they could get to work and paying for whatever cable, satellite, or streaming service they use. And they couldn't watch this stirring plea by Yamichi to drop everything and save democracy by paying attention to the big nothing burger that the January 6th commission is putting out there. Now, let's be real. If this modern-day Salem witch hunt had anything of substance, if this committee had anything, 
it would be all over the place. It'd be all over the news. You couldn't get away from it. There'd probably be uh, a big advertisement in, in Times Square about it on, on the big TV screen that's in Times Square, the big ticker board out there. If they had anything, it would be there. You wouldn't be able to, they, they might even do, if they had something, they might even pay for skywriting if they had something. Our government leaks worse than a sieve when it comes to letting out politically damaging information. So if they had anything, it would be out there. The fact that there has been not even a hint at anything new, any new information, anything that ties Trump to the January 6th riot tells me they have absolutely nothing and are, are just grandstanding. What Alcindor and the rest of the clowns in the media and its uniparty enabler want is for you to be distracted. This administration, and frankly, this iteration of the Democrat Party, has been such a spectacular failure. They have nothing to offer up anymore except distractions. Don't look at inflation, which, oh, by the way, hit another 40-year high. Don't look at gas prices, which are setting records nearly every day at this point. Don't worry about feeding your baby. Don't worry about the stock market tanking and you now having to push out retirement. We have to save democracy, and this panel of known liars and crooks is going to do it by showing how the bad orange man masterminded it all. Everything the Democrats and, truthfully, the feckless Republicans like Lizzie C. and crying Adam Kinziger do at this point is to distract, deflect, and to try and keep Trump from running again and hurting feelings and exposing our government's corruption to the people. The problem for this commission, for the Democrats, for the the feckless Republicans who seem to uh, just be in bed with the, the Democrats, the problem for them is nobody is buying it. The country has moved on and has far more pressing issues than worrying about the January 6th commission and its rehash of things that we already know. This will be one more thing that blows up in the face of all those that are involved. If these political grandstanders were to put this kind of effort into serving the people who elected them to office and and really addressing our problems, and instead of serving themselves and serving political whims because Trump hurt feelings or whatever, Maybe we wouldn't be in the mess we are in right now. Maybe we'd be better off if we had people actually doing their jobs. Think about it this way. If you or I, who in the private sector, were, were to do or not do, as it were, our job, like our elected officials aren't doing their job, we'd be fired. It's time to fire these clowns. All right, finishing up for today, we have our first two-time Living with Liberty Dolt of the Month Award winner. And for the second consecutive month, we are giving it out early. Nobody, I, I tell you, nobody is going to, even if there were a second one that was kind of good, I wouldn't even consider giving one out at the end of the month. Nobody is going to, to beat this one, so we're giving it out early again. Here's the clip, which many of you probably have seen already. Here's the thing, once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change, trust me. Enough said. Joy Behar is the June Dolt of the Month. 
Friends, that's my show for today. Thank you for tuning in. Please check out my website, livingwithlibertypodcast.com. There you'll find links to my past shows, my original articles, as well as other resources to help arm you with knowledge in fighting off the prevailing narratives of the day. While on my website, shop my store, Living with Liberty Outfitters. Lastly, I'd be so grateful if you shared, subscribed, and left a positive review of the show, should your listening platform allow. Subscribing helps us move up the charts and helps more people find the truth. I appreciate you spending part of your day with me. Please help us spread the truth by sharing my show and website with friends and family, as well as on your social media accounts. My website is livingwithlibertypodcast.com. Also, let's connect. Follow me on Parlor. My handle is at livingwithliberty. You can also email me. The address is ryan at livingwithlibertypodcast.com. Liberty isn't a given. We must fight to protect it. Working together, we will do exactly that. Until next time.